Hey, welcome everybody to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I am Troy to the Max X Stream. And we're in a galaxy far away, not so long ago. <laughs> Very good. What Way to rephrase that so we don't get sued. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope George Lucas is listening. <laughs> yeah. It's not even George Lucas anymore. It's fucking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, would fuck. Sue <laughs> uh, I would rather see Mickey Mouse in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So we're uh, going to talk about we're going to talk about the Phantom Menace and Steamboat Willie tonight. <laughs> we are going over. This is our our new summer the hot summer flick that we're doing a new a, the yeah. new series star Our summer series <laughs> yep. called star warrantine <laughs> featuring coach havens uh who has me who has never thank you for joining us by the way uh, yes. uh it's, a, it's a pleasure every time guys and <laughs> okay we'll see we <laughs> we'll see how we'll see We'll see if you end up hating our existence by how far we get into the series. Now, well, the cup's half full already. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me just get get your answer right now. Other than this first movie that you saw, you haven't seen any other Star Wars movie, correct? I have never seen more than like a 10-second clip of any Star Wars movie ever put out. Okay. Uh, we are diving Star in Star Wars knowledge. <laughs> My Star Wars knowledge comes from the Family Guy Star Wars episodes. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we are going maybe a bit out of order from the purists out there, but we are going chronological order. Prequels, original trilogy, sequel trilogy. Yeah. Uh just as a, an experiment. We're going to be doing things that purists are going to fucking curse us out for. <laughs> like, your introduction your introduction to Han Solo is going to be Alden Ehrenreich. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing the spinoffs too? I don't even know if I made it to Han Solo in this movie. No, no, no he's, not in, he's not in this, but we're saying... Okay, Okay, we're, we're going from the prequels on, so all your introductions to characters are going to be in far lesser movies than what they're really known for. Okay. Oh my goodness. We are in for it if we're doing the spinoffs, because that's new to me too. <laughs> we're doing the spinoffs. All right. All right. Very good. Oh, oh no. What am I getting into? <laughs> hey, we got to entertain ourselves somehow <laughs> in these trying times. <laughs> I just love the idea of introducing someone as, hey, this is Han Solo, one of the best Star Wars characters ever, being portrayed by Alden oh. Ehrenreich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Cole, I am sorry for what we're about to do to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, But... I'll be along for the ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's good to know I have partners as I go down in life. So, and I don't um, give a shit. <laughs> JT, due to uh, Star Wars Day just being last week, May the 4th, 
uh, yes. you are going through and watching them all again as well, correct? Oh, yes. I, I watched all of The Phantom Menace on May the 4th, which was a terrible way to celebrate May the 4th. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I watched the last entry in the Star Wars franchise that day uh, due to Sea Danger never seeing it. So I did, uh, I capped off the other end on that, uh, <laughs> on that route and also did not enjoy it all that well. So <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, save your opinion. We got a oh, person okay. that doesn't even know that it doesn't even know the premise of that. Okay. All right. Well, I won't get into it much. I got into it a little bit on the last episode a bit. So I'll just, I'm just reiterating. Um, but uh, we are starting here, episode one, Stars Warranteen, uh, episode one, The Phantom Menace, coming out uh, 1999, George Lucas taking all of the reins, uh, writing, directing, uh, heavily in the editing room. Uh, this... Taking giant shits on. <laughs> Everything he created. Uh, I... Uh... <laughs> I so let's just lay lay it out. Where were we at when this movie came out? Were you Joel? I know you were a Star Wars fan before this. I oh. want to say we saw it together when this came out. So I was trying to go back and think of because I know I saw this movie in the theater, but I couldn't remember if I was a part of a group that like stood in line all day to watch it. I can't remember if I was or not. I think I think we saw it. I think it was one of those instances where we had my mom drive us to that super small theater in Savannah. Okay. <laughs> and we watched it. Because I remember when the Star Wars thing uh, popped up, like the scroll popped up, I leaned over to you and, and said, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> 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 see i i i thought the first time i saw this was actually at now the the theater that's torn down over in iowa or maybe it maybe it was that too but i just i remember we saw it together because once the scroll popped up i remember like leaning over to you and being like oh <laughs> yeah here we go <laughs> So it that used to be the theater to see movies at. Oh yeah, I yeah. I really loved that theater, uh, and now it's no longer <laughs> anywhere on the property. It is destroyed. But it's uh, the, it is like the the it's the parking lot of a heart egg or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I there is some movie that I was dropped off at the theater when we were in high school. Or even in middle school, I think, at this point. And we, I think I stood in line for a while outside. Granted, the place, our, our uh, reality of movies here, we, we are not in like the big, huge, uh, like, uh, cityscapes where people are lined up around the blocks for weeks. We can generally get into a movie if it's brand new that day, if we want to, we're lucky in that case. But even then, yeah. I think this movie, we were dropped off earlier that afternoon and we waited in line until 
the showing was open or at least open for people to buy tickets. And I think I stood in line for maybe like two hours to get a ticket. Like, I think that was a real thing. Cause I don't remember any other movie where that would even be a thing. And I know I did that. <laughs> I don't remember doing it for this one, but maybe it was either that or maybe like, a Lord of the Rings movie, but I can't remember why I would even want to do that for Lord of the Rings. Cause I hate Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Either way. Oh uh, do not make me sit through a Lord of the Rings trilogy. Don't worry. But or if it, if it were between uh, you and me against Joel, we would win because I do not like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh no, no, I, I'm not the biggest fan either. Molly loves it. I'm not the biggest fan of Lord of the Rings. And I think even between us three right now, Joel, I think you are the biggest Star Wars fan. I would say just in our friendship alone, how much I know you, I think you like Star Wars the most out of all three of us. Oh, yeah. But pro yeah, for I would say I'm probably the biggest Star Wars fan out of the three of us. Just mainly because, and Cole, you would appreciate this. So there was a summer where I was a good friend of a person named Matt Todd. I know you know him, Cole. <laughs> of course. So, like, he was a huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> and, like, I became his friend for, like, a summer for no reason at all. I didn't even know how we became good friends. But I would go to his house and we'd watch Star Wars. And, like, that was, like, our summer. Like, we would just watch a Star Wars movie. Go And I'd go to his house, we'd watch a Star Wars movie. And that's how I became, like, a huge fan of, like, the, the original trilogy. Wow. I <laughs> I haven't thought of that person probably since this movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for me, going back to 1999, put myself in that time period. I'm 13 years old. I am deep in the attitude era of WWF, wearing all my D-Generation X and Austin 316 shirts that I can. And for the movies, the only thing I was interested in seeing was funny movies. So I was going to see, like, Austin Powers, baby. <laughs> well, did Austin Andrew Powers come out in 99? I'm thinking it came out in 99. I want to see. I want to now. I want to see if it did, I'm because I remember myself and another friend. Nineteen ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. So was Austin Powers the spy who shagged me? Came out in ninety-nine. <laughs> I'm I'm looking it up. I do love my Austin Powers. <laughs> yes, nineteen ninety-nine. The spy who shagged me. Boom. Very yes, good. I was going to see uh, Felicity Shagwell and Austin Powers, not uh, <laughs> Kwai Jing Gong and Jar Jar Chinks or something. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like there's so many slurs in just those two words that you said. So it begins. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm loving all of this. I cannot wait for you to dive into this shit. <laughs> It's going to be a real shallow dive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So we're, we, we've set the stage where we're at. We got JT. You're the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. I'm going to see it. I've, I've caught the hype. I've seen the re-releases, the special editions. I'm on board to see episode one. 
It's they haven't come out with a Star Wars movie in twenty years. Cole, you're watching Austin Powers. <laughs> uh, and now we're revisiting it again, episode one. Uh, should we set a stage uh, and give a, a brief synopsis of what the movie's about before we get into Cole's uh, thoughts? Hey, Cole, you want to try and explain what the, the, the plot of this movie is? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> There's these two dudes that are out. And I don't know if this takes place in the future. I don't know if it takes place in the past. But it takes place in a it takes galaxy. place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, it said a long time ago? Okay, well, mind you, I watched this with my seven-year-old, my three-year-old, and my wife. My wife was on her phone the whole time, could care, could care less about this movie. And she <laughs> let me know that right away. Were, were any of your kids into it at all? Yeah, like right away, both of them were like fascinated by this. Really? Within 15 minutes, my daughter was passed out on the couch. And then, <laughs> and then about 30 minutes in, my son started caring more about his trucks than he did about anything that was moving on the TV. <laughs> so, so anyways, in a galaxy far, far away, apparently a long time ago, um, these two guys are out trying to take care of some sort of a trade deal. And <laughs> that, that threw me off right away. Like, what's, this, what's this whole big shebang about a trade deal going on? So, <laughs> then they meet up with these two dudes that are wearing some funky Halloween masks, looking like you know what. And things went south pretty things went south pretty quick. And then they're on the run. And basically that's where the story leads us. They're on the run trying to make this trade deal right. So we're in like 2020 coronavirus times or something. I don't know. And everything just kind of snowballs from there where they meet all these wacky characters. They go to these different apparently different universes different <laughs> planets different realms i don't even know and, <laughs> and there's these names that i can't even keep straight like Kwai Bing long and i know like jar jar binks was my favorite character let me tell you jar jar binks had me <laughs> that that thing came on but yeah so I know that's the best synopsis ever of the beginning of a movie. So from there, I'll let you guys take it. But Cole, Cole, would you say that out of everyone that you've seen in the 45 minutes you watched this movie, your favorite character was Jar Jar Banks? Without a doubt, it was Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> I would watch a two-hour and 13-minute movie about Jar Jar Banks rather than this whole trade deal going on. <laughs> Oh I want to know God. more about the backstory of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> so, <laughs> Cole, you are not Is that about alone. Right? Did I did I nail it there? <laughs> you're you're okay. So you're on track for something. I don't know what it is, but you're on track for it. So. <laughs> More recently, there is also a podcast doing kind of the same thing, 
called Newcomers, <laughs> where they're watching all the Star Wars movies f- for the first time. <laughs> and this movie came out and took the world by storm. Everybody loved it at first, right? And then... Why? And hold on. And then very quickly afterwards, everybody hated it. Like, this movie, <laughs> it seemed like everybody just thought it was the best thing since Christ <laughs> to come out. <laughs> and then very quickly, everybody thought this movie was the worst thing ever to come out. It was a, such a 180 due to the fact that like, it is very boring. Like there is not a whole lot going on in this. And yeah. that podcast that I just told you about, it's called newcomers. And they were infatuated with the Jar Jar Banks character because he is the least boring character in this movie. He's the comic relief. He's got everything going on for this movie and they were infatuated yeah. by this character. So that that like leads me to think that like any new fan that would come into this to this franchise would have a completely different aspect coming in than like the older fans that have seen like four, five, and six, and then go back to episode one, two, and three, then I would give it credit for. Like that that blows my mind. That you would enjoy yeah. Jar Jar Binks the most. <laughs> no, that's, I love that's Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> that's my total that's like my total theory of the whole thing is like if you introduce someone based on episode one, that's the only thing that they're going to ever connect to because everyone else is so based on the idea of what happens in four through six that like anyone that, that has seen four through six is going to hate Jar Jar Binks. But if you introduce someone through episode one, that's the only thing they're going to actually connect with because he's the only thing that's not being stoic and giving you information. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that because everybody else I found completely stale and boring. Yeah. And I don't disagree. (laughs) Yeah. Like this, these prequels are so fucking ass backwards (laughs) because they're just based on the idea that you already know what happens. So we're just going to give you information to make you go, Oh, that's where that's from. <laughs> but if, like, if you don't know where it's go, where, where it came from, then it's so fucking boring and dull. Yeah. So of course, the only thing you're gonna be able to connect to is like, well, he's he's entertaining. Is the fucking weird minstrel show that's Jar Jar Binks fucking <laughs> <laughs> saying Misa every fucking other word. <laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> but it, but it's like I'm so fascinated by it. That's why I love doing. I just I love doing this because it's like I knew that was gonna be a thing. I knew that like out of everyone, you were gonna connect with Jar Jar Binks because it's like everyone else is so fucking boring in this. Yes, I even love Jar Jar Binks's community where that thing came from. <laughs> With the fucking weird boss mass that just like fucking jiggles his cheek and he's fucking pissed. (laughs) Um, so 
All right. So we got right now Coach Havens, huge fan of Gungans. <laughs> right now, we got that <laughs> on lockdown. Very good. Give me more Gungans. <laughs> <laughs> put oh that on a shirt. You guys do shirts? Put that on a shirt. So. <laughs> we will, sure, we'll put some. <laughs> Give me more Gungans. <laughs> or whatever you said, Gungans. <laughs> Oh, uh, so Joel, I, not that I want to deter from <laughs> Cole's experience of this movie, but what, what were you looking forward to when you heard there's an episode one, it's going to go back and you're going to have an, like an Anakin Skywalker in it. What do you even, can you even put yourself in those shoes and like, think about like what you are looking forward to in this movie? I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, like I was fascinated by the idea of seeing the origins of, uh, of Darth Vader. Cole, do you even realize that you're seeing the origins of Darth Vader? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> my wife was trying to explain to me, do we see Darth Vader in the beginning? <laughs> no. No, you okay, don't. Who are the uh, Who are the two dudes with the hoods? Oh, uh, the weird Asian stereotype aliens <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking. Uh, I know one of them is like he's got. He looks like the boogeyman. He's got the red and black face paint on. That's Darth Maul. Oh, that's Darth Maul. And who's like his brother or father, or whoever, the old man with the black hood? That's Darth Sidious. Oh. Yeah, it's Darth Sidious. He's 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 a big player in the original trilogy. So neither one of them are Darth Vader. None of them no, are Darth Vader. None of them are Darth Vader. <laughs> okay, then I don't know if I actually made it to Darth Vader. All right. Well, we'll we'll just keep that hanging. We'll, that thread yeah, hanging. We'll keep that. We'll keep that up in the air. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear you talk about Episode Two now. <laughs> oh my god. So I'm going to so like I'm going to tell you right now I did not go back and watch episode 1. I've seen of all the prequel trilogy movies, I've seen episode 1 probably 5 times in in its entirety. Oh, I've seen it once when it came out and I've seen it I I don't even know I probably saw it twice in the theater to be honest. And then I've seen it several times throughout the 20 years that it's been since it's been out. <laughs> Uh, at least three other times, but the other two, episode two and three, I think I've only ever seen maybe at most twice each. So I will go back and rewatch those, but I did not go back and rewatch episode one for this this uh, episode here. But I think I remember yeah, I, most you must of have been it. Going through some dark times. <laughs> I uh, to just for some uh, for some spoilers. For for the future, I think two is the worst. Oh. <laughs> but I actually, but... I actually do, I actually do like three. Yes. So we'll see. We'll see what Cole thinks of three. Oh boy. I but, I would yeah, say two, two is a fucking slog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I'm doing this thing on a weekly basis. <laughs> yes. Yes. I okay. Oh my God. So I, I don't want to bring up too much what's coming up in the future, but there is a there's a throwaway line in episode four 
about something called the Clone Wars. And that's what the episode two is called. And so for, I don't even know, 30 years, people were like, what is the Clone Wars? And then this movie came out, the Clone Wars. And then it was just kind of like... Yeah, yeah, Attack of the Clones, sorry. There's like a whole series of the Clone Wars that's animated that's a whole thing. But anyway, Attack of the Clones is the second movie, which everyone's like, oh my god, like, what is this? And then it kind of just hit, and then it just kind of like was a stinker. <laughs> and then it's like, oh no. We'll talk about, we'll talk about that we'll, yeah. maybe next week. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll get to that later. But let me tell you, after that, I it's a ramp upwards in quality. So I don't want to deter him right away. You know what I mean? Okay. That, like, yeah, I yeah, wanna... yeah, no. It'll it'll get better, Cole. Don't worry. It'll get better. Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting. <laughs> so... But... Since we're talking about, like, titles and what the fuck do they mean, what the fuck is The Phantom Menace? (laughs) Me, have seen all of these movies, still has no idea what The Phantom Menace (laughs) means. Really? It has no payoff. I I have no idea. Do you think you know what The Phantom Menace is, Cole? I thought it was the dude with the red and black face paint. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that it looks could like... very well be I don't know maybe that's my honest guess you probably have the best guess of us all <laughs> uh, so Sea Havens where you're, so you're watching this movie you've gotten past the opening scene where they fight a bunch of robots right Yep. Where where is it leading you to after this? And so uh, they fight the robots. Then they <laughs> then they get like they run with a bunch of dinosaurs in the land of the Binks, the Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and I'm digging all this. Then Jar Jar takes them to to uh, what Gum Gumbin or Gungan or whatever it is, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. The Gumby City. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I love that. And I'm all for that. And then uh, we get to see uh, R2-D2, right? R2-D2 is in this movie, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, see? See, I'm, I'm like, I'm game so far. I'm good. <laughs> and then they go to this weird place where they meet, like, this fly. <laughs> and <laughs> yep. he's telling them car parts or something. <laughs> and... And honestly, like somewhere in there, like I didn't give up on it yet, but somewhere in there, I start to really question what I'm doing with my life at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> so I'll warn you immediately, we started watching this pretty late because it was Cinco de Mayo. My wife made some great dinner and we're sitting, it's like 8.45 when we start this movie. And I see immediately, it's like two hours and 13 minutes. I'm like, oh my God. This thing isn't going to be done till like 11 o'clock. <laughs> Already, I'm behind the eight ball on finishing this thing in one sitting. <laughs> then, as it goes on, I'm like, all right, this is starting out good. I'm digging Jar Jar. But then we get to this part where the fly is like showing Kwai Jing Long around. And... <laughs> and... <laughs> 
I don't even I don't even know what the other guy's name is. That's that's Liam Neeson's friend. I just love Liam Neeson, but I didn't love Liam Neeson as Kwai Jing Long. I was like, dude, I'm so bored. So it's somewhere when they're in that desert pyramid Egypt area that they're showing that the flies showing them around and saying something about something, and they meet the kid. Okay, and. uh, Oh, hold on. The kid is is that is that Anakin? Yep, that's Anakin. Yeah, that's Anakin. Okay, so they meet the kid, and uh, I was like, okay, I know that like the kid plays a big part, but <laughs> I didn't know what. And that's what when I started. What do, think, kind of what do you think the kid ends up doing, Cole? What What does he end up doing? Oh my God, he's probably like the best Jedi or something. <laughs> Is he the last? Is he the last Jedi? <laughs> well, we'll get to the last Jedi. Oh, Don't oh worry hold about. on. Well, well, we'll wait for that. We'll okay. get to the last Jedi. Okay, okay. So, so I'll stop there. But that's around where I start to lose interest and question: Am I really going to make it to eleven o'clock? <laughs> They're... Did you did you make it so you didn't make it to the pod race then? Whoa, no. <laughs> so you want me to tell you where I cut off? So let's see. I saw C3PO, and I know that because I, that's just like a big character. Yep. Yeah. And I, I like C3PO. C3PO might be my second favorite character. <laughs> okay. Outside of Jar Jar Banks, Jar Jar Banks is your first? Oh, without a doubt. Jar Jar is the man. <laughs> Or woman, or thing, or Gungan. I don't know what he is. Or she. So, Jar Jar is my favorite. C3PO is my second. So it was somewhere, like they were fixing up the the ship, or whatever they fly around on. And Kwai Jing Long was macking on Anakin's mom. And, and I was like, I turned to my wife and I go, Babe, are you invested in this movie at all? And she's like looking at her phone. She's like, I could care less about this movie. I'm like, all right, sweet. So we turned on Holiday Baking Championship. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the extent of my interest in The Phantom Menace. Oh, Troy, I'm going to make a a prediction right now. Uh This might be the best series of shows we've ever done in our entire lives. This is fantastic. Uh, I am laughing so hard over here. Over his just... I cannot wait to do every single Star Wars movie. Oh my god. Due to the fact that you don't give a shit... Of names because I don't know these names. That's what's making that's what's making this so great for me is that you don't give a shit on about anybody's name at all, and like the people that are important later, you're just like, yeah, I don't know who that is. Who cares? <laughs> there's probably there's like probably legit a nerd that's on the verge of killing himself because you're saying Kwai Jing Long. <laughs> 
<laughs> what? Okay, how do you pronounce the what is it? What is Liam Neeson's name? It's it's, it's Qui Gon Jin. <laughs> I'm so wrong. <laughs> but the, but like the fact that you pronounce it Qui Jing Long so much that I felt ashamed like correcting you. And the fact that and you, I don't even. I don't even know what his partner's name is. Is it? I want to say. His is it, partner's name. Like I. His, the funny thing his, is, his ends up being one of the most important characters. Fucking. What? Who is so Fucking awesome. Who is? Okay. So, Number one, let's backtrack here, okay? All right. Let's give the listeners a little bit of background on me. I do not watch movies and like fall into like the actors and actors. Like my wife can school me on actors and actresses and who they play in what movie. I have zero knowledge when it comes to that. So beginning with that, like I don't even know people in movies. I just like watch them and laugh at them. That's why I love Austin Powers. <laughs> So me <laughs> trying to like remember names when they're like Kwai Jing Long and Jar Jar Binks and stuff, I am so freaking lost. <laughs> but oh, the, 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 that's why we love you because you like I've heard so many different things where nerds go fucking insane when you get things wrong, and you. <laughs> could give less of a fuck about anything that is always so fucking funny to listen to. Like, I can imagine people listening to this losing their fucking mind over you mispronouncing or even being like, I don't even care who this fucking person is. I, I really... To me, Liam Neeson's the man, so I'm all about quieting along. I don't know who his buddy is. The fact that you call him Kwai Jing Long and his buddy, Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, is the one of the more important characters of this entire series. <laughs> That's Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yes! <laughs> that... The yes. only thing I know about Obi-Wan Kenobi is when Lois and Family Guy has that hologram that says, help us, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope, or whatever. Like, that's all I know about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Great, we'll get to that in three more movies. Yes. <laughs> Man, I'm so screwed. No, it's like four more because we still have to go through the solo movie and Holy Rogue fuck. One before we get to episode four. <laughs> Oh my god. We got a whole lot to unpack on these. Oh yeah. <laughs> Alright, so <clears throat> you stop <laughs> you stopped at a point where I could see why people would be like, yeah, fuck this franchise. <laughs> because yeah. granted, this movie is very boring. So like what oh. George Lucas did after twenty years of waiting was create something that nobody wanted to watch. It is <laughs> <laughs> it is spectacular on the amount of boredom in this movie. Like it is so judicial and it just why why like, 
I guess the only people that would really want to see how this universe plays out are like super fans and want they they want like minutia of what goes oh, on dude. in this kind of universe. This movie is the quintessential version of film fan fiction. Yeah. Like but this m- movie feels like someone wrote like a fat dude wrote this in his bed. Yeah, but that fat dude is George Lucas, the guy who made the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it it feels so much like someone watched Star Wars and was like, here's how this happened. And they go so far into it where it's like, this isn't even worth, like, public... <laughs> like, like, public... Uh, like reception like no one's gonna give a shit about this this is like literally your wet dream of what you think the star wars movies are right a a big uh proponent against the prequels is that george lucas didn't have many people saying no to him whereas like in the original trilogy uh which we'll get to a little bit later like he is like he is he the sole creator of this thing yes and he did he have scripting rights to this? Yes. But he didn't direct episode four, five, or six, I don't believe. I don't think he directed a new hope. I think he I think he No, I think he directed four, but then five and six are directed by somebody else. Okay. E- either way, there was other people in that, in the making of that, to like push back and like make something coherent. Whereas, like, in the prequels, it was all George Lucas. Like, he wrote it, yeah. he directed it, he had the final cut of the edit. Like, he was in full control and a ton of yes-men underneath of him saying everything was great. So that's what you're going to see yeah. in this movie and the next. I In, I would say in episode three, something, something changes and it's a, a little bit more palatable. But I would say these first two entries are going to be a lot of exactly what George Lucas is looking for. So, like, I yeah, look forward yeah, to that. Like, the, I think the, the uh, I'll I'll get more into it when we get into three. But I think the thing that three has that the other two don't have is that three has an endpoint that leads to something good, and the other two he can just fuck around and do whatever he wants <laughs> because who cares. <laughs> we're leading to something that no one really knows is going to (laughs) happen. Right. And, and so even with that, so he's making something leading up to four, five, and six, the movies he's, he's already created. Right. So he has a template of something in mind of what he wants to do, what he wants to lead to, but he, he really has an open an an open canvas of what he can really do. Uh, really do right and he does this (laughs) (laughs) this is what he wants to get into like politics and just congress and just the fucking politics in this like they introduce a character like jar jar binks and then they go into long political debates about like how a republic work (laughs) trade routes and it's like yeah you didn't make it to this part cole so like there's a part where they go to 
Coruscant, which is a city, like a planet city, where like the yeah, I definitely the, didn't make it there. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> where like the 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 Republic Senate is, and there's literal scenes where you're watching Senate meetings of people discussing whether or not they should interfere with the invasion of Naboo, and it's literally like watching like C-SPAN. <laughs> oh my god! It's like watching intergalactic C-SPAN. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Oh my god! And, but you have actors like Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman. Like you have these big people that are in this movie, and you're like, what? What? What is going on here? Why? <laughs> why is everything so droll? And then the, even like the action scenes in this as few and far between as they are, they aren't like stellar. And like the one main standout, I think that the Phantom Menace has is Darth Maul. Like he is the one point in this, this and the pod racing scene are the two things in this movie that anyone ever really remembers. Yeah. That as being great. That's one thing I want. Cole, if you if you want to revisit this movie at all, which I don't blame you if you don't want to, but just skip to the pod racing scene and the ending lightsaber battle between Darth Maul and Kwai Jing Long and Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. Okay, all right. With both of those, like it's weird because it's like it's like those weird brief moments of levity where it doesn't matter on this weird convoluted plot that no one gives a shit about. It's just fun, crazy action. Yep. Okay. I might go back and revisit, but I'm definitely skipping to parts. Yeah. That no, is I, completely I get that. Like even, I wouldn't even just, I think maybe even go and uh, like YouTube it. Cause I think even during the, the Darth Maul lightsaber battle at the end, like it's cut in between with a bunch of shit where people are just talking that, and then they, they cut in and out of it. I think if you like, look, look it up on YouTube, they just, you can find a cut of it where it's just a lightsaber battle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those are like the two parts where it's like, look, where the fuck was this all along? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is at a point, too, where it's 1999. George Lucas has already made the special editions of the original trilogy. And he he believes that CG is at the point where he can use it all the time. And that is not the case. No. Holy fuck. That ending battle scene with, like, the Gungans and the droids. Like, there's scenes... Like, watching it back this time, like, it's, like, PS2 cutscene, <laughs> like, video game cutscene. Yep. For some of that shit. Yep. Like, there's parts where, like, the, the droid tanks are going down, like, a hillside, and it looks awful. Yes. <laughs> it is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Gungans come back into the movie? Oh, like, oh the yeah. There's, there's, everywhere? There's, a whole, there's a whole battle scene between the Gungans and the droid army. Oh, yeah. they're offering a distraction so they can take back the capital. Well, that's a scene I'll have to look up too, because I love that king of the Gungans. (laughs) They're back (laughs) they're back in a big way so I would definitely look that up. (laughs) Yeah, maybe watch 
maybe skip to like the last 40 minutes of the movie. Watch okay. the pod racing scene and then watch like the last 40 minutes of the movie. Now another, here's another critique I have of the movie. I'll just butt right in here for a second. Darth Maul, now hold on, that's the boogeyman, right? The red and black guy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I expected him to be a terrifying character. Okay. Like if you see him, he gives me shivers. Like he looks so scary. And then the first time that he's like on the scene, and minus when uh uh I don't know, he looked like George Carlin to me. The the other guy, the older guy. Whenever <laughs> he when he introduces, he's like, I have someone. And then like this image of this boogeyman appears. And then the next time you see him, he's standing with that George Carlin guy. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's so freaky. He just looks so scary. And then he talks and he sounds like some dude that's name is Richard or something. Like, he's just like, oh, I'm, hi, I'm here with you. Like, this guy should have been freaky. Like, I was waiting for this guy to be like, I am here to terrorize some shit. And instead it's like, hey, build a deck for you. Like, God. <laughs> All right. Let, let me rebuttal towards that. That would have okay. been about the only time he ever speaks in the movie. And his name would be Ray. Like, the guy who plays him, his name is Ray. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, he he barely ever speaks. But the, the very few times that he did is the ones that you're bringing up right now. And he does. Well, that's the first image I have of him, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm out of the movie now. This guy sucks. He does. <laughs> he does not sound intimidating, but he is through his actions intimidating later on in the movie, due to the fact that, like, before this, there's episodes four, five, and six where there's lightsaber battles and all that, and in the trailer to this movie, you see Darth Maul like wield his lightsaber and then a double lightsaber appears and he's got this dual lightsaber and everyone that is a star Wars fan just nuts in their pants. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He has a double, he has a double edged lightsaber and he fights off two dudes with it. And yep. you're just like, what the fuck? He, Ugh. he is a force to be reckoned with. And yeah, he okay well while he's richard building decks i'm not that intimidated <laughs> i un i i get that i do, i do want i do not doubt that he is a force to be reckoned with and if you aren't I, maybe i'll bring this up in episode two if you aren't going to go back and rewatch it because like there is the final battle at the end i don't know if i want to spoil it how do how do we want to do this jt if he didn't want to finish the movie Bring it up later or bring it up now? Uh, I don't know. You can bring it up uh, now. I, I, I'll go back and watch it. I'll tell you. I will. Okay. So, it... Ah, okay. So, he is a definite force to be reckoned with because he's fighting Qui-Gon Jinn or Qui-Gon Long or <laughs> <Quan> whatever. Long. <laughs> <laughs> and Obi-Wan Kenobi at the, at the same time at the end of this movie. And holding his own he's taking it to these two jedi like like no other and does he eventually lose the battle yes but later on in a series called the clone wars 
that is not the next movie, but like a series of animated shows that fills out this war. He becomes a part of this and comes back in that and is a definite like threat as well. And so he's like a, a definite character to keep an eye on in the canon of Star Wars, Darth Maul. But not even, not even throughout the whole series. No, not in the movies. He shows up, he shows up in, in a movie we'll talk about later, which I feel like is just kind of like bait for movies in the future that might not happen. (laughs) Okay, okay. Fair enough. Right. But, uh, but like, uh, I, I'll, I'll hold off based on, like, whether or not you're going to watch the lightsaber battle in the future, but he does mortally wound somebody to where, like, he's fighting two people and then even gets in on someone where, like, he fucks them up, where it's, like, it's one guy against two, and he's good enough where, like, he could still fuck up one of them. Yes. So just okay. just in in the in the back of your mind, Darth Maul is a force to be reckoned with. He's still even though you tapped out of this movie early, he's still <laughs> the best part, one of the best parts of this movie and of the franchise. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Okay, very good. Um the pod racing scene. JT, what did you think of the pod racing scene when this came out? When it came out, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. The, this the second time around, uh, it's a little dated, but I think given what this movie is, it is a breath of fresh air because it is just, it's fun action for the sake of fun action, whether or not it's, it's good quality CG or not. But yeah. Everything is so drawl and story driven on shit I could care less about that once they do the pod race, it was just like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. On a re um on all of the rewatches I had of this, I've even watched the pod race just alone on YouTube. It is still fun to watch, even though the later it goes like the later I watch it from where it's first started in 1999, you do see the, I guess the limitations of it CG wise, but I, I, I don't really fault it so much for having George Lucas want to make this in 1999 and using all the resources he has to make it look as good as it can then you know yeah does that make sense like it looks as good as it can in 1999 and i still think it holds fairly strong now given like it's 20 years old oh no i i agree i also enjoy that greg proops is one of the fucking <laughs> yes announcers. The, t- the two-headed announcer <laughs> yeah one of the two-headed announcers where one of them speaks a foreign language and the other one is greg proops in english <laughs> greg proops <laughs> whose line is it anyway check it out <laughs> it's 
undoubtedly Greg Proust <laughs> is the fucking other voice. Like, what the fuck? Okay, that's Greg Proops. We came Who the from, fuck? We came from a different time, man. Greg Proops hasn't done anything since this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's done Who's Lines Anyway and Star Wars Episode 1 The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but uh, so being the only one out of all of us that have seen this in the last week in its entirety I will say they spend way too fucking much time on Tatooine okay who the hell is that Ta- well Tatooine is the desert planet that you were getting fed up with Oh, okay, okay. We're a little little dudes from. Yeah, we're yeah, we're yeah. We're the the fly guy is from. <laughs> fly guy. And little dude. Looks like a nutsack. Yeah. They well they spend they spend so long in Tatooine that I I can kind of see why they would because they're expecting people to be all fucking about the fact that you're seeing where Anakin's coming from. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, I can see why you're doing this, but you're literally doing nothing. You're just showing An- like young Anakin over and over again. Cool. He's here. Do something. And they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm right there with you, Cole. Like, if I was going into this watching this movie as the initial uh my initial uh emergence into the Star Wars trilogy I'd be like what the fuck do you people see cuz all I'm they're centering on this kid I could give less of a fuck about cuz he's so boring and dull and yep yeah Tatooine sucks and then they go even beyond what what you watched Cole they go to Coruscant and it sucks even more because then they go more into them being like, well, we need to trade in Anakin as a Jedi, but we shouldn't. But we should, and it's back and forth, and you're like, how about you just fucking kill the kid? I don't give a shit about him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... Like, they, this plot is so fucking based on what fans already know about the Star Wars trilogy... And that's why I love doing this experiment because it's like I can see so many people being just like what Cole is right now where it's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, I so I was trying to look up um, the length of this movie. It's two hours and 16 minutes long. It's it's quite lengthy. Yeah. And the pod racing scene alone is almost 11 minutes. So like, it's it's a big chunk of time dedicated to this movie. Is just yeah. a pod racing scene. Yeah, and, and like the final battle on Naboo, I think is about thirty to forty minutes long. Yeah, from what I remember. Yeah, it's there. There's a a large chunk of time spent to these these moments that like at the end of the day, people only remember a few select chunks and like. The the Darth Maul battle with Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi is over here as being considered pretty great. 
The pod racing yeah. scene is pretty great. The stuff with Anakin Skywalker, the the main like plot yeah. of the movie, yeah, is like, like a utterly that forgettable. People, like a character that people are drawn to as like he is going to be a huge thing in the future and he's the most boring part of the entire movie <laughs> yeah and it's i like I, I sometimes like to bang on kid actors being not so great but i i know that jake lloyd has been banged on for his whole co- yeah. like life about being anakin skywalker and i i don't want to like just pile on to that but like he's not yeah great in this movie <laughs> just the one two punch of this and jingle all the way oh my god it, oh he, it's the same kid yep. yeah yeah oh man i love jingle all the way <laughs> <laughs> if only judge jingle, jingle all the way, all all the way. <laughs> he he is not that great in this movie and it is apparent almost any time he is on screen it is just uh it's almost groan inducing from what i can remember yeah. not not great there are scenes where his reaction is yelling yippee <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh yeah i no <laughs> I can't I can't get into it. And and then the next movie he's recast because it has a jump in time. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But uh it uh, I I don't even know if it I I'll just say, you know what? I'll save it for the next one. That's I'll just save that. There you go. There you go. But uh I, I, I want I want you to watch episode two to really get your take on it. And I'm really curious how far Cole's going to get through seat episode two. <laughs> yeah. Cole. Oh my God. Do not hold your breath. By all <laughs> means. I do not want you to watch more than what you want. I want you to tap out yeah. whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is probably my, my favorite part of the whole thing is just to see how far you get. <laughs> I do want to get, I should go back. <laughs> I will go back for next week. I will report back and give you like the timestamp of when I tapped out on, on episode one. I'll have to go back okay. and look at it <laughs> okay. and tell you. Okay. So then we can see how far I make it through each one going forward. Because I'll tell you, I'm I'm most likely watching them with my wife. And yeah. she has seen, because I think it was like a staple in her household growing up. She has seen the first three, like the original trilogy. Yeah. And... She said they were the most boring pieces of trash she's ever seen. <laughs> like she could not get into the original. So this could be fun throughout the entire whatever there is, like nine or ten episodes. <laughs> it's gonna oh be at God. least a dozen, a dozen episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be nine, at least eleven episodes. Oh my god, it's gonna be a long summer. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do want to have you at least give everything a college try cuz I'm going to go back and try to rewatch the ones I haven't seen in a long time and uh refreshing myself. So I'm going to be watching uh the uh R- Attack of the Clones for next week definitely. Yes. 
And I haven't seen Revenge of the Sith in a long time either. So I'll be yeah. definitely And I actually that one. kind of liked Revenge of the Sith. Maybe maybe based more on the fact that it's actually it actually does something other outside of the other two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think I've only ever seen Attack of the Clones once. That's it. Like I or uh, whatever the clones movie is. But yeah, I, I uh Yeah, it's going to be interesting going back to that one. So let, we'll we'll check it out. So yeah. all, all in all, Cole, what what are you giving your yeah. your first what's experience? Your, what's your grade for the Phantom Menace? <laughs> oh my god. Um let me honestly think about this. So the like the 40 <laughs> minutes that I made it through. Um which is just long enough for me to eat my chicken tacos. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, gosh. Well, certainly not an A. Um, <laughs> oh, you start from a B. Start from the I top. would love for you to give an A to the 40 minutes you made through a movie you didn't watch all the way through. <laughs> I mean... Was it the worst thing that I've ever seen? Absolutely not. So an F is out of the question. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a D because I just didn't even care. Like I was like, this is pointless. Why am I watching this? Other than to report back on this tremendous podcast. So, uh, I'm a <laughs> solid, solid D. Okay. A big old. I'm gonna D. give it to you just based on the fact that you gave us a solid plug in the middle of your review. <laughs> Always. Joel, you just rewatched it. What would you grade it? Man. Yeah. D. D. <laughs> okay. fucking, that was just based solely on the fact that the pod race and the final lightsaber battle exist. That's the only thing keeping it from being an F because this movie is boring as fuck. <laughs> I am I am not gonna go back and rewatch this. I'm just gonna go and just swing with you guys and give it a D as well. But I am gonna dip into the next movie so I can give it a solid grade for myself. But, uh, yeah, well, I am very excited for star warranting <laughs> and I am definitely into Cole's Cole's experience along the way. Jesus. This is my, my favorite thing. Probably. It's my, yeah. Time. It's my new favorite thing in the whole world. <laughs> is Cole watching, Cole watching star Wars and interpreting what he just saw. I've made it 34 years without watching this series and you guys are forcing me into it. <laughs> what else do you Just have to do? Tell me one thing. Does Jar Jar Binks make it through episode one? Yes. He does. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you will actually, you'll see him from what I can remember in the next couple movies. Yeah, he does. Okay. And, and I know he at least makes a cameo in the second one. I'm not sure about the third one. I I okay. want to well, say I want to say he is in the third one, even if it's like a minor walk on role. But uh, okay, I think I I I'm just guessing, but he he does not meet any odd demise. So maybe yeah. minor spoilers, but you'll see him later on. I know oh, he's. I know God. he's at least in episode two. I know there's definitely a scene of him in episode two. Solid enough. I'm hooked. <laughs> Very good. 
Very good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, Cole, were you into anything else this last week? Oh, man. Um, been watching a lot of Food Network on Hulu. Very good. You know what? Yeah. Lately, I have been watching a lot more Hulu stuff as well. I don't know what it is, but I feel like the selection they have lately is very high bar type stuff. It is. They're getting better than Netflix. Like I'm, I don't watch Netflix hardly at all. I watch a lot of Hulu now. I, um, I wouldn't say I watch more than the other, but lately there's been, a, I've been watching a lot of FX on Hulu because that's where it is. And I have been enjoying quite a bit of it. So, um, I have been one to dog on Hulu quite a bit, but now I'm, uh, kind of turn in a little bit and saying uh hulu's got a bit more to offer i think more these days well what are you watching on fx what are you watching from fx on hulu if i may ask i have been catching up on baskets and what we do in the shadows oh nice yes Ooh. and enjoying both of them i i like them both a lot uh i also Sounds want scandalous. to uh finish legion and i've never uh, watch past the first season of that and that's supposed to be all done and that's also on Hulu as well yeah so uh, I, I didn't want to cut uh, uh, Cole off it, it, anything else that you've been watching um well I did finish on the WWE network <laughs> the entire selection of WWF superstars that they have up which takes you into <laughs> March of 93 right before Wrestlemania 9 Watch all those Papa Shango curses. <laughs> oh my God, they're the best. <laughs> Setting dudes feet on fire and making guys bleed green from their hair. <laughs> oh my God. If you got the network, go check it out. <laughs> oh my God. No, beyond that, just a lot of, uh, think uh, my wife and I are big into cooking right now since we have nothing else to do. So we're watching a lot of spring baking championship, holiday baking championship, guys, grocery games. Very good. Very nice. good. Did you watch, have you watched That's any of it. the great British bake off Cole? No. And I know that you and the missus uh, got hooked on that a while ago and I have not uh, dug into that yet. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I want to put that bar none, my favorite cooking, baking show on television. Really? It's, it's really good. It's not like as cutthroat as like American cooking shows are. It's just a quaint, yeah. very polite baking show and everyone gets along and it's still a competition and it's, it's great. It's what I want all cooking shows to be. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. <laughs> Everyone is just nice. And I like it. <laughs> we'll have to check that out. It's it's all on Netflix, so check it out. Okay. All right. Then maybe that'll get you that. back into Netflix. <laughs> oh well don't get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> uh JT, how how are you doing over there? Fantastic. Very good. I, I, you probably not haven't been to any much more stuff since we last talked. Yeah, we last talked hours ago. <laughs> uh, very good. So, uh, well, let's just why don't we just wrap up the show, huh? What, what do we got coming up? Yeah. Uh, Thursday. 
JT. Thursday, Troy, we're going to do a movie that you're probably going to hate, but we may have a special guest to maybe try and sway you. We're going to be talking about The Lighthouse. Very good. I can't wait. Uh, Rob Pattinson, Willem Dafoe, going insane. It's free on Amazon, so you don't have to pay for it. Good. (laughs) Very good. I'm excited. You can watch Willem Dafoe fart. (laughs) And... uh... It already sounds more interesting than Phantom Menace. (laughs) You want to jump in on this, go ahead and watch The Lighthouse on Amazon Prime. (laughs) Depends how long it takes me to get through Attack of the Clone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, by how you're talking about this, it'll probably take you about 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. So that's what's coming up. Uh, Cole, if they want to catch you on social media, where could they do that? You're talking to me. You're talking to me at Coach Havens on Twitter. Also on Instagram, don't do much, just kind of creep. <laughs> <laughs> JT, where can they find you? Hey, find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. Bucky for everyone on Snapchat, Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find both me and JT at Review, Review Pod on Twitter. The polls for the Tournament of Random Movies is still open. This week's what are we up challenge. to? What are we up to? What are we up to? We got uh well shit. Let me look it up. I'll I'll I in. love the tournament of random movies. <laughs> you do? I do. Wow. I vote every week. <laughs> All right. So our our next quarterfinal matchup is Tropic Thunder versus the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, Tropic Thunder, baby. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Cast your votes. It's uh still days away until the until the finals uh yeah hold on let me let me get let me get cole's actual idea of what should win so outside of that the other movies are whiplash bruce's millions and saw which one do you want to win altogether, cole oh my god saw i don't know i want to be on it (laughs) (laughs) all right all right well if it wins you're on all right sweet i'm in uh bruce's millions never seen it uh, Whiplash, never seen it. Tropic Thunder, have seen it, laughed a lot, but saw, whoa, freaked me out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just want you to know that uh, King Kong Eric is pushing for Brewster's Millions. So, well, uh, King Kong Eric can go straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he probably will in a couple years since he's old as shit. Because he's ancient. <laughs> Uh, so we got that going on. All of our new episodes are uploaded onto reviewreview.podbean.com. Um, as well as every other podcasting catcher out there, you can find us everywhere. So if you want to also write into the show, you can do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Cole, what a pleasure it has been. Well, thank you. And God. before you go, uh, the missus just walked in. Oh, my lordy. Hey. Kate Havens. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, are, you, are you also on this journey to watch all the Star Wars movies as well? What did you convince him of? <laughs> <laughs> All hey, Ken Havens, all... give us your review of The Phantom Menace in three words. Um, 
I'm just hoping Not she says Kwai Jin Long. <laughs> oh, that's three words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't out here earlier, but I let the entire listening audience know that you spent most of it more interested in your phone. And when I said, do you want to carry on with this? You said, I really have no interest in this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my words were that you're not going to hurt my feelings if you stop watching. That makes sense. I mean, the last time I watched it, I think I was 12. So... <laughs> I think, hold on, I'm going to make this official. Attack of the Clones, my wife Katie is sitting in with me. <laughs> Very All good. Right. I have to be aware We're... of what's going on. <laughs> Crap. Crap. <laughs> there you go. Well, right. I can't wait for both Coach Haven's and Kay Haven's opinion of <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Oh my god. Next week could be a complete shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Very likely. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I'm looking forward to this. So join us next Monday oh. for our next installment of Star's Warrantine. Uh, Star Warrantine is in full swing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but until then, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. Hey, I'm JT3K. And for the Havens family over there, I bid you adieu. And we will see adieu. you next week. Uh, until then, we are off.